the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello, this is Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show, all of you listening wherever you are on this planet. We're here to have a good time. We're here to talk about how we can do better, be better, and have a happier life. I broadcast from sunny Arizona in the good old USA in the studios of Voice America World Talk Radio. I want to thank Alice Cooper for that song. I say this every week because I want... I want to be sure you understand why we have that particular piece of music. No more Mr. Nice Guy, and the reason for that is when you start doing a lot of self-improvement, at some point you begin to take your power back and you realize that you've been saying yes when no would have done much better. And some of the people around you don't really like that and they think you're not so nice anymore. But you'll get it all worked through and then you'll know when to say yes, when to say no, and... People will get used to that and love you even more. Ha, ah, isn't that nice? I want to thank Alice Cooper for coming whenever that's going to be. He doesn't know yet, but every week we send him messages by um, ESP saying, Alice, come to our show, and one of these days I'll find him and invite him, and he'll be here as one of our guests. He's known as one of the nicest guys in Phoenix, and that's the truth. We're looking for sponsors for our show, so if you'd like to sponsor this show and get a lot of recognition on the self-improvement blog and on the show, we'd love to have you contact Scott Duffy here at Voice America or contact me on the self-improvement blog. I want to thank our engineer, Chad, who's got to be the best engineer ever, and Voice America for making this possible for me to do this show. I want to thank Johnny Delirious and Lloyd Wright for taking over the show last week. I was in the process of losing my voice. I have it back, but now, ever now and then coughing wants to take over. So if that happens, I know our guest is going to be able to deal with it, and I hope you can too. Hopefully that won't be a, a, an issue. We're really on our way now into 2011. Doesn't that sound kind of strange, 2011? I'm scheduling guests now for February, March, and April. So if you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know somebody that would make a terrific guest talking about any area of self-improvement, please contact me at the Self-Improvement blog. I'd love to hear from you. Next week, we're going to have Carrie Zane. 
Carrie Zane's a health and fitness lifestyle as expert for Generation Jones women. Now, if you don't know what that is, and I didn't, those women were born between 1954 and 1965. So if you're born during that time, you're a Jones generation woman. She's an Emmy award-winning TV producer with 20 years of experience. She writes lifestyle and women's empowerment articles, has taught classes at UCLA Extension. She's a single mom and was featured as the cover story for the 2006 Mother's Day issue of Long Beach Magazine. They said she was a tremendous role model for other young women. Next week with Carrie, we'll be talking about a new year, a new you. So be sure and tune in next week. But, oh, do we have a great show for you today. Ah, I've been looking forward to this ever since I started this show. This week's guest is Laura Cam. She's a longtime friend of mine and a gifted medical intuitive. She literally sees the mechanical, emotional, energetic, and spiritual intelligences of illness and disease in your body. She teaches other people how to open up their intuition and use that guidance to restore balance and health. Along with her trainings in medical intuition and energy medicine, she maintains a very, very busy private practice. Uh, she consults with people from all around the world. And I need to clarify something that I put on the blog, and that's that she's recently been an advisor on energy medicine to Dr. Oz of the Dr. Oz Show. That was a misstatement on my part. Uh, I do that every now and then. She works and trains the integrative medical team at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital in the cardiac unit. That's Dr. Oz's team of integrative practitioners. It's his team, and she's been training them, working with them for about the last two years. And I think that's something that's of critical importance. I wish she could stretch around to every cardiac team in the country. Anyway, let's hear about Laura Cam. Laura, I'm so happy to welcome you to this show. Thank you, Irene. It is just a pleasure to be here with you, as always, and especially now with your listeners. Thank you for having me. Oh, what a joy to have you. Uh, you have such a wonderful story. I, I, don't, I want to get right to it. Laura, you may know or may not know, had a, a near-death experience. So, Laura, I would love to have you tell us your story, starting with what your life was like before you had it, and then tell us a little bit about the experience itself. Certainly, be happy to. You know, like many of your listeners, I, I was born very sensitive, um, not from an emotional point of view. I'm a strong, courageous person, adventurous person by nature. But and that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know me there, yes. And, um, and, and yet I had that sensitivity, that intuitive type of sensitivity when I knew when things were going to happen and you know, like many, many children, um, you know, could feel the forest uh, that I lived by and, and you know, and just, just had this other sense really cranked up and open. And then some things happened when I was a teenager. I, you know, I finally realized that not everybody else could see and feel or hear things the way I did, so I kind of shut it down and tried to be a normal high school student. Whatever uh, that is. Yeah, whatever that was in the early 70s, and, and that's a whole other radio show, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but I uh, had gone through college, gotten married, and had uh, honeymoon babies. We were very surprised, very blessed with two children, 
that uh, were a year and four days apart. So I was 26 years old at, at the time, and I had returned to college to, because I wanted to become an architect, so I needed some additional training. And it was at that time where suddenly, on Super Bowl Sunday of all days, I became violently ill. And I went in and out of doctor's offices for about a week or so, and they thought I had the flu and a sinus infection. <coughs> that intuition of mine kicked in again, and I knew that wasn't the case. Long story short, the, on that 11th day, I had checked myself into the hospital by then, and I woke up evidently in the morning screaming for the nurses that I was blind and I couldn't see. I don't remember any of this. What I do remember is being in an ambulance, floating above a body, and seeing a nurse and another woman in the ambulance with this body. I heard the nurse say, Laura, don't go. Don't go yet. And then I recognized that that young woman on the gurney was me. Didn't look really like me because I was very sick. My skin was gray. My eyes were bulging from my sockets. And then I recognized that the other woman was my mother sitting there praying, holding my hand in prayer. And Irene, I didn't want any more of that. I was out of there. It was like this universal hoover came in and just drew me out of that ambulance up into the light. I went over on the other side and had an incredible experience. I saw things that didn't match what I had been taught as a child. And my father is a Presbyterian minister, but he's more of a teacher and a counselor. He's not a typical frozen chosen in the church, you know, where he's just so rigid. He taught me yoga and tai chi when I was five and six years old. So he's very open and very eclectic and, and a historian and a philosopher. So all the things I had been taught by both the church and by my father's influence just didn't quite hold true. It's like everything I had been taught as a child and as a young woman was more of a myth and mythology. And what I had experienced over there on the other side was an incredible awakening to who and what we really are, these beautiful souls, these spirits that are eternal. And, you know, I saw angels, but they didn't look like angels. Nobody had any wings and nobody had a halo. They, I know. I know Hallmark. We'll be crushed. <laughs> yes, by this, I know. They'll lose money on that. <laughs> I know, but but it's a close it's a close analogy, you know, because the light that they do have that I think people project as a halo comes from within, and it starts in the heart. And I saw other uh, beings of light. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, that taught me a lot about healing. They showed me my life, what I had been living, who I had been in that, and who I was to become if I made a choice. And so I went through lots of different landscapes, if you will, literally through my own experience, pastoral scenes, scenes of being in uh, buildings, um, floating in nothing but a black velvety soup with no body visual to me at all, my consciousness simply rising and falling like a tide in a 
gentle undulation of waking up over on the other side. But one of the more profound experiences was that toward the end of the experience, and of course at the time I didn't know it was the end of the experience, there was this most loving male presence that seemed to be behind me, yet as tall as if I were on the streets in New York standing against the Empire State Building. It's that kind of scale and scope. And I heard this voice say, Laura, you can stay, but I really need you to go home. And with that, I heard another voice, and it was the nurse in neuro-ICU asking me who the president was, what date it was, what my name is. It's interesting that you had a choice. I did. I did have a choice. Can, do you remember what your feelings were during that? Was there fear? Was there joy? Was there, you know, do, do you have a sense of how you felt when you were having some of that experience? Very good question, and the easiest word for this is expanded. I felt the connection to that which we all have, which we all are, who we all are, which is this infinite, expansive soul. I was totally at peace. Uh, even when I was floating in the ambulance above my own body, I was at peace. There was a sense of joy throughout the experience. When I came out of that tunnel of light and um, I, I landed in nothing but bright white light around me, and it had depth. It, it wasn't two-dimensional. It had incredible depth, more holographic-like depth. Um, I could hear tones and qualities that seemed like a far-off symphony. And my eyes, my spiritual eyes, started to open up, which, you know, spiritual eyes are really your spiritual heart, your consciousness, started to open up. And I started to recognize these forms around me, all the time feeling exhilaration, just absolute exhilaration. I was so thrilled to be there. I knew I was home home to Uh, this place that is the infinite nature of my being and yours and everyone else. So it was absolutely an incredible sensation. And when I talk about it today, Irene, I can still feel it in my body. And it's, 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 uh, I'm speechless. It really does go beyond words. Yeah, it leaves you not just wordless, but a little breathless just to talk about it. It's almost time for us to go to break. So I think we'll do that now and pick up with the thought later um, because I don't want to lose the thought. um, This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Laura Cam, for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. In Sue McDaniel's book, I Am Heart, she talks about feelings. Now, Sue is ready to bring her book, blogs, and topics of interest to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. 
Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. I have a dream. Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show with my guest, Laura Cam. Laura's a medical intuitive and a very gifted healer. Before our break, we were talking about her near-death experience, and I uh, would like to ask you now, Laura, how were you changed? How, first, let's talk about getting well. How did you get through this illness? And then tell us how you were changed. Absolutely. Well, you know, it really, truly was a miracle when... They wheeled me into the hospital. I had uh, come back. The nurse in the ambulance had, had, had you know, brought me back. Um, uh, my mother wanted me to move on to the next hospital, which would be in Columbus, Ohio, the capital. But the neurosurgeon in the little town of Zanesville outside of Columbus said I wouldn't make it. So he performed um, a spinal tap, and that stabilized me because I had so much cranial fluid building up in my head that my eyes were bulging, literally ready to protrude from my sockets. Not a pretty picture, but it was just in extreme crisis and uh, recovered from that somewhat. I had regained most of my eyesight back. I have uh, what's called homonymous hemianopsia, which is left visual field blindness in the in the ox- because the occipital lobe in the right side of the brain was damaged. Mm. And um, I started to stabilize, but then I started to go downhill again. We knew I needed brain surgery, and, uh, and the doctors were telling me that I would be fine and out of surgery in a couple of hours. But behind door number two, they were telling my family to be prepared because if I survived, and there was a slight chance of my survival, um, 
for them to be prepared that I would probably be a vegetable for the rest of my life. So God stepped in and fooled everybody, thank goodness. And believe it or not, I was out of the hospital and in recovery eight days after that surgery. Wow. It really, really is a miracle. I am strong. I climb mountains. I rollerblade. You know, I do crazy things. I ride my bike, and I'm perfectly physically fine, which is just, I am a walking miracle. There are many people out there like that. I guess if you were a vegetable, I'd have to say you're a red-hot chili pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll take that as a compliment. (laughs) You're definitely not a vegetable. You're one of the most alive people I've ever known. So how? Thank you. So I was, you know, needless to say, uh, I was very fortunate, and I tried to go back to my life. Here I am, mother of toddlers, uh, uh, a wife, and a, uh, you know, an architect student. So I have that left brain. Um, uh, joy of understanding structures and mechanics and functionality, and I was really into space frames and load-bearing walls, and I was just really getting into this art and science of architecture when this happened. But all of a sudden, I started seeing colors and undulating particulate matter around rocks and trees and plants and my children and the dogs and the apples on the kitchen table, and I didn't know what was happening except for the fear inside of me thought that I was dying again. So my husband, my dear husband at the time, we're not married anymore, but we're still friends, took me back to Ohio where I had the surgery. Uh, We were living in Indiana at the time. And the doctor there, this brilliant neurosurgeon, um, checked me out. I was physically fine, and he just sat down on his desk, and he said, Laura, you're seeing Carillion Fields. And I said, excuse me? Yeah, would you explain what that is? Those are the electromagnetic fields that surround all organic matter, all carbon-based matter, because we're all made of carbon. Actually, we're all made of the material that you can find in a comet's tail up in space. So we're really kind of stardust, but we have this matter in us, and it emotes an electromagnetic field, which at the time, this is the early 1980s, uh, the Russians had been doing studies on this for a long time. Carillion fields came out of their work. A lot of people commonly call it an aura. I tend to call it an electromagnetic field because that's, I think, more accurate to what it is. Anything that has electricity, your computer, your watch, your heart, your brain, your body promotes and um, creates, actually, an electromagnetic field. So I could see all of that. And it just started evolving into people asking me questions. And, you know, it's like I had this privilege of instant Jeopardy answers because they would ask me questions and I would know what to tell them. You mean about their body? About their body, about their life. It, oh. it didn't matter. And, but the interesting work has been with the work as a medical intuitive. Let's talk a little bit about that. Actually, you've been a pioneer in, in energy medicine. You've been doing it for a long time. But, you know, it's like you, know, you were in country before country was popular. You were in energy medicine before anybody really knew what it was. Yes. And How did you know that this is what you wanted to do or could do? Well... After that near-death experience, Irene, it was, it was like, this, I have no choice but to do this. And it wasn't forced. It's a compelling thing inside of me. And Confucius said that a man who loves his work never works a day in his life. And this is the way in which I feel about my work in energy medicine and healing 
and just intuition in general, because I think if there's one thing that we all need support in getting better at as human beings, it's trusting ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, you here you have this amazing show bringing on all these guests, and I know you're a prolific writer and student of humanity and human consciousness and healing yourself. And, and if we don't trust ourselves, we start defaulting to anything and everything around us, particularly our own doubts, and then do this pinball game of what's right, who's right, where am I, what do I do, I don't know. Yeah, and the question that you get in your mind, what makes you think you know how to do this? Mm -hmm. you know, what makes yeah. you think you can do this when other people don't seem to know this? Right. And, and then that, you say, you well, know, maybe that, I can't. Absolutely. That's that external locus of focus and control that, that can throw you off your mark and throw you off your path. Uh, very quickly. One of the things, and I'm sure you've noticed this too, that people that are really, really successful at what they do, no matter the field of endeavor, they trust themselves. Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt. They know who they are and what they're here to do. And I'm very fortunate in the sense that that is my uh, truth. That is, uh, ever since that experience, it's like I have no choice. And I have no doubt either I have no doubt, uh, thank goodness, in this category in my life that I absolutely know what I'm here to do. And it's just evolved. God has c complete control of my schedule. I don't advertise. All my work has been word of mouth. I am a published author and speaker, so I do have a website and all of that. But all my work is spread around the world through word of mouth. And I think that's a testament to the, the gift that moves through me from from God, from the universe, from that intelligence, whatever anybody feels comfortable calling it. I call it God and many other things. So, um, Yeah, we're on the same page with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about what energy medicine is. You know, a lot of people don't understand what it is, so give us a energy medicine 101 in a nutshell. You bet. Energy medicine actually is an umbrella under which there are several different um, subsets. Uh, Chinese medicine would be considered energy medicine because it works with needles and, and cupping with glass cups and um, acupressure to work the energy in the body and have that chi, as they call it, moving. Yoga could be considered en energy medicine in the sense of doing um, yoga from a therapeutic point of view to move energy through or what they call prana, through um, chakras and nadis, which are very, nadis are very similar to meridians in Chinese medicine. Homeopathy is a very common form of energy medicine, using the essence of a particular substance to be the curative effect. Um, snake, bite, snake venom is actually the homeopathic style of, of cure for a snake bite. They use snake venom to cure it. Like cures like is the principle behind that. And the form of energy medicine that I use is, is uh, very similar in, to Reiki, hands-on healing done in many Christian and uh, other religious um, uh, sects. And, uh, you know, it's laying on of hands. It's also hands-off in remote healing because you use your mind to move energy. Wherever energy Whenever your mind goes anywhere, energy goes. If you're in a room 
and you want to look out a window, you turn your head and look out the window and you get a new perspective. The same is true similarly to energy medicine. You have a pain in your body, you can take your mind's attention into that pain and you just kind of open up your mind to the intelligence of your body to come through and give you the answer um, to the causation of that pain. Now, that's a combination of energy medicine and what I do as a medical intuitive. Intuition is used by physicians in Western and allopathic medicine all of the time. They use their diagnostic tools, of course, but more often than not, the research states at least 60 to 70 percent, depending on the researcher, of diagnosis is done through that gut hunch. Yeah, but you better not have them have to admit that they diagnose on intuition. <laughs> of course. That's why they have tests to back it up. You know, it's a fail-safe. And that's the way I work as a medical intuitive. Through the years, I've developed an understanding of the structures. This is where my architect comes on board. The structures of the way in which energy, atoms, electromagnetics, out in the energy field of the body... Uh, construct themselves based on the particular condition or disease or illness that's starting to build or has built up in the body. Everything has a certain structure or form, a, a brick house, a straw house, a lake. It all has a certain way that those atoms and molecules combine to create that physical structure. The same is true with disease, and as a seasoned Medical intuitive, I can go in, you know, I say go in because my mind goes into somebody's body, goes into their field, and for whatever reason, my skill sets have gotten to the point where I can see intuitively at a level of an electron microscope, which is capable of detecting viruses and bacteria in the blood and in the body and the tissue. So I work with physicians, um, helping them understand the uh, components of cancer in somebody's body, how aggressive is it, is the medicine that they're using effective or not, you know, all different kinds of ways. It's, it's, uh, they have a question, and I do my best to answer it based on um, what I see and perceive going on. So energy medicine, again, covers a lot of ground, but I work in the, what I call applied energy medicine, which is using intuition to help guide the practitioner to the source and causation of the disease. Hold okay. that thought. Laura, it's time for us to take another short break, but we'll be right back. All right. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Laura Cam, for the Self-Improvement Show on Voice America's World Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel where the world comes to talk. Cotton Radio is a unique program designed for leaders in apparel and retail businesses and college students. Our program will take you inside the cotton industry, including production, design and engineering of cotton fabrics, innovative uses for cotton, and marketing and merchandising products that have made cotton the fiber of choice. Your hosts are Philadelphia University professors Stephen Frumkin, Natalie Nixon, and Neoka Wyatt. Tune in to Cotton Radio on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel, Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific, and rebroadcast weekly on the Voice America Business Channel.
To succeed in life today, you have to respond well to change and be willing to take chances. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan and her sidekick, daughter Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations with live interviews with trailblazers, authors, and experts. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on the Power Hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern on World Talk Variety. For positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. Never say never. Live your if you are looking to get started or are currently operating a home-based business, you might be looking for answers. What are the risks? What business should I get started in? How will I market my business? How do I balance my professional life with my other life? For answers, you need to tune into The Home-Based Business Show with Helene Leontzos. Each week, we'll bring you a step-by-step practical guide to starting and maintaining your home-based business. Listen every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Laura Cam, coming back for the self-improvement show. Before we went on break, we were talking about how Laura can see uh, bacteria and cells. and er- she, lit- she literally is a walking electron microscope, actually, and can see right into your body and see what's happening there. So, Laura, I know people's heads are spinning. So can you tell them how they can learn more about this? What's your website and all those things? Certainly, and I can really appreciate it. You know, what I do is so commonplace to me and the physicians and the people with whom I work that for people just tuning in and listening to this, it's, it's got to feel like science fiction and, um, and happy to help um, anyone. I've written a book called Intuitive Wellness. And it's and, wonderful. Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. And uh, I have a couple of audio programs about developing your intuition And you can find all of this on my website, which is www.energymedicine.org, O-R-G. So that's energymedicine.org. Or you can just Google my name, Laura, L-A-U-R-A, Cam, K-A-M-M. You know, Dr. Oz, uh, and we all know Dr. Oz, he's just a wonderful man, um, always says, he said it on Oprah, he says it on his own show, that energy medicine is the frontier of medicine. And uh, I've been training the integrative medical team in his cardiac unit at Columbia for almost two years now. And what I'm training them in is adding to their skill sets of practitioners and how they work with the patients. And they're seeing remarkable results in the speed of healing 
with their cardiac patients because of their work with them. So it really is real. There are demonstrative effects for the positive and healing um, these people and, uh, and anyone else who, who comes in contact with a, a seasoned practitioner, a well-trained practitioner Can you give in, us in some energy ex- medicine. So yeah. if you want more information and if you'd like to learn how to open up a little bit more, I also have a program, an online program on my website, which is called Become Your Own Medical Intuitive. And it's a lovely 10-lesson course with audio and lessons in an online journal that you can purchase. I think it's $69. It's really inexpensive, and you can work it at your own pace, and it's totally online. But it really will bring you up to speed with your own gifts because I believe we all have this ability. You know, you may not get to the point where I am. That seems to be something that I received through my near-death experience, but I know everybody has an amazing skill of intuition, which you use right alongside your intellect. You don't throw one out um, for the benefit of the other. You use them side by side, and I think that's a misnomer that if you want to open up your intuition, intellect and logic go out the window, and that's absolutely not true. You need both of them to be effective. Yeah, and we need everything we can get. Absolutely. Well said. Laura, can you give us some examples of working with doctors to make diagnoses and then working with patients? Uh, give us some examples of what you do. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Most of my work, in fact, all of it is over the phone right now. Uh, because my clients are all over the globe. So, I, for instance, I would have a, I had a physician call, and uh, he had a patient with breast cancer, so I knew what the issue was. And he simply asked me where the cancer had been spreading in her body. So we were on the phone for about 15 minutes. It took me about three to five minutes to locate the various places within her precious body that the cancer was. And uh, we concluded our phone call, and that was it. About uh, four days later, I received an email from the physician, and he's a Cornell-trained MD. And um, uh, he noted that everywhere I had said uh, there was cancer was uh, verified by the MRI down to the size and shape. And so these are some of the things that I can help them with. And so in the meantime, he was able to help prepare his client for um, any kind of uh, news and uh, help support her in therapies of various kinds from Western medicine as well as any complementary therapy uh, such as, um, you know, acupuncture and homeopathy and any of of that, massage. uh, All of that's considered complementary therapies these days um, in integrative medicine. And, and sometimes I have clients, sadly, that have not gone to their doctors. I am very holistic, and when I see signals in people's bodies, and I don't diagnose, I think that's an important thing to say, I do assessments. You have to be a doctor to diagnose, and I am You're not absolutely. So I do assessments, and then I give educated recommendations based on that. And most of the time I send people to their physicians, their allopathic physicians, along with any suggestions of complementary therapies, like Chinese medicine. I'm a strong proponent of that as well, when appropriate. Um, This one gal had been working with only complementary and alternative practitioners when she called me. And based on the information that I got, I, I asked her to go immediately to the emergency room in a calm way as to not to upset her too much. She didn't have insurance, so she was very concerned. But what I detected is that she had uh, tumors on her kidney and on her 
ovaries. And uh, her sweetheart emailed me the following day or two, and she had been brave enough to go through that ER. And uh, sadly, um, they were cancerous and, and more advanced. So if anybody's listening out there, if you have any internal warning signal inside of you for any disease, any concern, need to exercise, get off the couch, let's go for a walk, I need to go see my doctor, I need that mammogram. You've got to listen to yourself because that's your intuition calling you forth. And it's very gentle and it's very subtle. It has no emotion attached to it and no judgment. So you have a choice on whether or not you want to listen to yourself or not. And if you do get those subtle whispers and you don't listen, it'll start screaming at you through your body at some point in time. So it's really important. This is a level of early detection. My work can help detect things in people's body before they get advanced. I've found uh, cancer in people's energy field and body at one centimeter. That's early detection. That's early detection. That's very A centimeter is about the width of a big pen stroke. That's where you want to catch cancer. Absolutely. And you actually want to catch it when your body's too acid and digestion is bad and, you know, all these other things happen before the cells start running amok on you. It's interesting. uh, What you're telling me or what I'm hearing, and sometimes I don't hear what you tell me, (laughs) what I'm hearing is that there needs to be a balance between alternative medicines, complementary medicines, allopathic medicine. We need them all. Is that oh, what you're we saying? absolutely do. Yes, absolutely do. If I, if I was having an acute situation, if I broke my leg, uh, you know, I would do energy work on it, but I would also get my little sweet self to a hospital. Absolutely. You know, or any other. This is where Western medicine shines. It is crisis medicine, and the tests and the diagnoses um, abilities are, are very, very good in early detection of anything and, and watching such as blood sugar go up and down, you know, as someone heads for diabe- right. uh, diabetes. So, you know, you've got to use those things, common sense, your intuition, uh, you know, and any complementary theory, uh, therapy to which you're drawn. You've got to trust yourself on how you want to live your life. Absolutely. It seems to me, and, and, and tell me if you see this too, that more and more of the allopathic doctors, or what we know in Western medicine by and large, they're, they're getting much more open to some of the alternatives, and especially the energy medicine with people like Bruce Lipton and his teachings, since he's such a hardcore scientist, and yet is realizing and recognizing that the body is all energy. Uh, do you see that they're much more open and people are beginning to work together? Well, the world is more open, and I think it really stems back to the changes in the last 50 years with literally atomic energy coming online, E equals MC squared. You know, we, we are aware that energy exists, and these brilliant scientists have been working on all different facets of our material reality in the way in which energy exists, up into quantum physics. I've had experiences when doing work on a person's body that my hand completely went through their body, scared the jeebies out of me at first, and their <laughs> whole leg turned into what looks like the black and white static on an old TV before they went digital. You know, we are in a... We, we're atoms. We're atoms. We're atoms. We can't 
avoid energy medicine because it is the medicine of who we truly are as structure. Just the structure. We are energy. The thought occurs to me, or has for the last little bit, um, that all medicine is energy medicine, regardless of what we put the name in, what its name is. Yeah. Because we're working with the body, which is energy. Yes. I agree. Everything. And when you're in tune with your body and your life situations, you can truly find the antidotes for you to help yourself heal. Tell us about some of the work that you do with, can you give us a specific case study that you've been, uh, somebody you've been working with that you've seen some really remarkable results? Yes, I was referred by their coordinator up there um, to a patient that had had a stroke over a year ago, and he had been getting uh, physical therapy and occupational therapy, and I came in uh, in the last month or two, and um, Speech has improved, walking has improved, and uh, mood, disposition, sense of humor, the ability to engage in conversation, and that uh, forgotten or written off by Western medicine, paralyzed right hand is now mobile and moving at will. So he wasn't ever going to be able to use it, and now he does. Yes, this (laughs) is the power of energy medicine, getting in there and uh, as... I jokingly say, but it's very serious in some ways. You know, blowing out the pipes. you got to clean up everything that's congested. It's like having a very bad cold when your energy is congested. It's, it's a very almost ridiculously simple analogy, but it's, it, it holds true. You, you've got to clean up the energy. You have to, it works with frequencies. It works with, um, uh, for an example, um, an illness would be a very low frequency. Health would be a high frequency. Just like your fast food hamburger is a very low frequency uh, of megahertz, literal megahertz frequency. And an another apple. thing that comes with a frequency is breaks. It's time for us to take another short break. But we'll be right back. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Laura Cam for the Self-Improvement Show. Stay tuned. World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Are you ready to learn about the music industry from the inside? Look to Hip Hop National Radio to help you get the scoop on the biz. From marketing to presentation. Along the way, you'll hear the best in musical creativity from the stars of tomorrow and today. Hip Hop National Radio. Hosted by Justin Time and Poetic. Who are on the pulse of the up and coming music industry. It's the perfect blend of hip hop, rock, pop, R&B, and gospel. Make Hip Hop National Radio your first stop. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. 
We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to Be Healthy Show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to Be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Laura Cam for the Self-Improvement Show. We've been talking about what she does as a medical intuitive and an energy medicine practitioner. I know she has this wonderful newsletter because I get it, uh, and you probably should too. So, Laura, tell them how they can get on your newsletter list, how they can get this wonderful piece of information. Well, certainly. Uh, simply go to the website, which is www.energymedicine.org, and you'll see the sign-up in the upper right-hand corner, and just click and sign up. I offer some tips on intuition building, health and healing, always a fun recipe that I love uh, from anywhere, from raw food to other yummy treats, and uh, it's, it really try and make it really comprehensive and informative for people. Because it's so important to learn, and and I'll be starting to teach publicly um, my trainings from any everything from one day trainings on intuition and intuitive wellness, which is based on my book, to more sophisticated and advanced courses in energy medicine, applied energy medicine, and medical intuition. So all that'll be revealed in the newsletter too. Okay, when you say you're going to be teaching publicly, what does that mean? Well, I've been teaching privately for a while with corporations and with Columbia Presbyterian. I have, and I'm writing another book, and I have a a very um, uh, lovely uh, clientele that I work with privately, and so you know, since I'm only one person, I have to pick and choose. And uh, what's compelling inside of me right now is to go out and teach more, so other people can use their skills and their gifts to help not only themselves but other people in the way in which they're guided to do. So I guess they need to watch your newsletter to see where you're going to be and yes. when. Yes, please, yes. Now, Laura just gave us another little tidbit that she's writing on another book. She has this wonderful book out called Intuitive Wellness. Uh, it's in its second edition now. Laura, tell us about your book because it's really so good. Well, thank you. It's, it's a primer in developing your intuition and helping you identify the type of... Um, stopping points in your life that are keeping you from the magic and the miracles of your life. When I do my work, I look at four levels of intelligence, biomechanical, spiritual, energetic, and emotional. And this book teaches you how to access that information within your own body 
and your life, the direction you should go in, who you are, what you're here to do, and it helps guide you through that. Plus, it gives energy medicine information on the most common conditions that we have, heart disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes, obesity, things of that nature. And so it's a very informative book, but it's a teaching book. It's filled with exercises that will help you develop your own skill. Now let me make th this point, because I think this is important. A lot of people who are experts don't want you to know some of their secrets or what they do, how they do things. Laura is very generous and very open with what she gives you, and she wants you to have as much as you can get. Um, so I really encourage you to read this. I, I want to make a point about when you, you talked about emotions and, and we were talking about heart patients. I, I want to toss this at you and let you respond. I do hypnotherapy and I was working with a couple clients who had heart, heart transplants. Mm -hmm. They both had the same issue. Uh, they didn't like themselves. They were extremely overweight. They had had no counseling at all after the transplant. And what both of them had experienced was broken heart. They had yeah. both been adopted. Neither could understand what was so awful about themselves that the, our own mother would not keep them. And they never resolved those issues. What When you go in to look at a patient who has heart disease, uh, what do you see that would give you clues to the fact that this, this may be operating? Do you, see, do you see a broken heart? Yes, uh, literally and energetically. And, and then the emotions that scream, literally scream in my head intuitively off that person's body are so prevalent. And then what I do as far as the healing aspect is, Using that voice, like, I hate myself, or I can't stand my body, I would then dialogue with the body intuitively about what's the antidote for that. What's the language that this person's body can accept? Because if you hate yourself, if I'm hearing off a heart patient, I hate myself. For me to tell them, you need to start saying, I love myself, their, their whole body's going to reject that because the frequencies are literally too far apart, won't hear it will absolutely reject it. You can start with, I'm safe, I'm okay, I can create my own security, I trust myself, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. That kind of language then building up gradually toward, you know, I'm really all right, I do like myself, I do love myself. That brings somebody up a gradual healing learning curve so they can, they can heal this deep, deep wound inside of them, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about those frequencies you keep mentioning. Mm -hmm. You know, let's go from a lower one. What do you see at lower frequencies, and how do you know when the frequency is changing and going higher? Well, there's only love and fear. So fear is the lowest frequency, okay? Low. So, you know, there are only two, and then everything else is a derivation in between on that wonderful continuum of emotions we're all capable of experiencing. And for me, this is just the way it works for me, I can see intuitively, hear, feel, and know. And many have those abilities as well, or one stronger than the other. For me, when I see, I look for color changes intuitively, because if I go into a damaged organ physically, I'll see the tissue as it is uh, in real time, real physicality, but I'll also see the electromagnetics off of it. And if it's damaged, it will have blacks, grays, reds, maroon, brick colors, very slow speeds, uh, a frequency, uh, the directional movement of energy, I look at that. And then as things start to heal, the colors literally start to change, brighter colors, more vivid, more density, 
uh, more organization. You know, uh, when people are in shock, their their cells in their body, the energy in their body is chaotic. When healing is applied, there begins a cohesion. Things start to get organized. Then it becomes entrained. They remember the intelligence remembers what to do, and there's a lot of information on cellular memory, and this is what I'm talking about. And then the rest of the body starts to balance and come back into harmony again. And this is scientific. This is not woo-woo. This is not crazy science fiction. This type of process is absolutely based in science of energy medicine and physical science and chemical science. It all fits together, and this is how this um, stroke patient has gotten better through energy medicine. All of those things have occurred on that continuum from chaos to entrainment, and now he's moving, walking, and talking. Wonderful stuff. And some of this is covered in your book, isn't it? It is. It is covered in the book. Not as extensively, but it is covered in the book. And, and how do they get the book? You can order it on Amazon.com, or you can go through my website at www.energymedicine.org, or any bookstore nationwide, worldwide should have it. Laura, I'm getting the two-minute warning. So <laughs> what, what I want to ask you is, do you have one piece of advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with that will help them with their self-improvement, what, whatever that is, physical, emotional, whatever. Yes, well, you know, we are, whether we like to admit it or not, emotional beings. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not easy to be here on this planet in these bodies. You know, the bodies rule down here, and when they aren't working, it can hurt. Um, the big thing, trust yourself. Like we were talking about, Irene, there's either love or fear, and if you're not in love, you're sliding towards fear. And you slide towards fear when you don't trust yourself, when you doubt, when you put more weight on what somebody else says than what you know is true in your own heart. So if I could leave your audience with any, anything, please start making a commitment this year and beyond to trust yourself. Thank you, Laura, so very much. It's been wonderful having you on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Next week, we have Carrie Zane, and we're going to talk about New Year, New You. This is Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Blog, saying goodbye, saying thank you so much, Laura Cam, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.